We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast hello it's another friday edition of the pack a day podcast with shanna monty nathan here and usually we do record on wednesday nights but we're recording on Thursday night, so even more updated information for you on this <laughs> Friday morning. Very exciting stuff. How are you guys doing? How are you doing with um, the holiday week, getting ready for things to wind down? Are you guys able to relax besides, you know, the nerve-wracking game on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it'll it'll be a, a low-key, like, Christmas weekend for me, which is nice. I, I, I always appreciate those. So, yeah, it's just mentally getting through, you know, like this last week of work, trying to pretend you're actually getting work done. <laughs> and then it's, uh, then we're good to go for 2023. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm the same way. I have like pretty, pretty low key Christmas plan and I'm excited about that. I don't really want it to be anything, you know, too much. I like just chilling with the family and everything. So yeah, looking forward to the Bucks play on Christmas too. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, and- there you go. So yeah, should be should be a good time, but I'm I'm definitely ready to you know I'm ready for tomorrow to be over so that we can uh, tomorrow's Friday we can be be done with you know work and everything and just be, be yeah. focused on the holiday. 
Yeah, for sure. I selfishly hope that the Packers win on Sunday because, as you both know, during the halftime and the postgame reports for the Packers radio network, um, I will see my um, fiance's family right after in Green Bay. And if they do not win, it's not going to be a fun <laughs> Christmas Eve get together. Um, it was funny because last week, uh, my fiance's dad. He texted me from the game and said, I need you to go on the air for your post-game report and say, fire Joe Barry. And I was like, I don't think that's a super great idea, Mike. And he was like, no, I need Shanna. I need you to do this. I was like, we're not, we're not going to do that. Um, So fingers crossed for this family sanity. We need a Packer win, especially after, after last week. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it, it's not, it's not a good feeling right now, like, because it, it's not that they lost. It's just the manner in which they lost. And it was, it was a lot of, uh, you couldn't even really get that excited when the offense was going down and scoring drive after drive after drive, because all you're starting to do is worry that they're going to have to go do it again. Like you're, you're thinking five minutes ahead, assuming that the other team scores, um, and what what I, I don't know about you guys, but what I've kind of found myself doing is I don't I'm not really on my phone like or on Twitter or anything, like when the offense is on the field. But when the defense goes on the field, that's when I'm kind of like picking my phone up and I'm scrolling because I'm like, I'm not really gonna miss anything. Like I just I'm I'm ready to see yeah. Jordan Love go back out there again. <laughs> You just kind of want to like distract. You're like, I know it's going to be bad. I don't really want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm going to just assume they're moving down the field. Yeah. Okay. They're at the 40. They're at the other, you know, they're at our 30. No, okay. They're at in the red zone. And it's just kind of like, all right. Well, yeah. You kind of know what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, at least this time around, they got some sacks in there. Like, let's just, let's yeah. just be excited about that. Since, you know, with the Giants, they had none. And then they had like four, five, five last five. Like, yeah. yeah. So it, let's just, we'll give them that. That's what I will give the defense. That was very exciting. I had, um, like, what I said was the, what happened in the Bucks game was a complete kind of like, summation of the last two games because like you said like giants bad offensive line no sacks which means it made things you know which means the the dbs had a tougher job but they still held the giants to a a winnable amount of points this week five sacks but they just picked the zone apart the whole game so it's like the the front seven was bad against the giants and then the back seven was bad against the bucks or by back four, excuse me. Um, so it's just, and now here we are, like two really bad losses in a row. And somehow we're still fighting for the playoffs. I don't understand. <laughs> That's insane. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like that you said that. It's kind of a good good summation of the last two games and like just them not being able to, again, be be all good at once and just have a have a complete game. Have, and it's like, that's been the story of, you know, the, the past few seasons of just having an inconsistent defense and, you know, there's moments it looks good. There's 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 stretches where they're playing well, and you're just kind of like, okay, but is it going to keep up? And then you know, again, one you know, the front might might all of a sudden play bad, the back end might all of a sudden play bad. It's just they have never been able to consistently put it together. And yeah, that that one that performance on Sunday was obviously just atrocious. And it was like it's it's not only it wasn't like you know, there's times where you're like, okay, you know, they they. I don't think they've been horrible defensively, but you know, maybe Baker made some really good throws or just like, you know, whatever, but it, 
it was just guys wide open. It was over the middle, <laughs> over the middle of the field. Like it was just you, you knew it was coming. You're like, all right, third and seven. There's gonna be someone wide open over the middle of the field for 10 yards. Boom, there it happens. And it just every single time, I mean, they could not they get him to third down and then it just it was like you you know they're gonna get something wide open, you know. And I know the Bucks, they said on the broadcast, the Bucks are like one of the better third down converting teams, or at least yep. like third short converting teams. I get that. Like I know it's not some of that you have to give credit to them, but at the same time, it's like it don't even make you it doesn't even look like we're making them work for it. Yeah, it, it didn't it's not like they were they were executing at a super high level to get those third downs. Yeah, yeah they were making Baker Mayfield look like MVP out there. I mean yeah, it, when you offensive when, player of the week. Yeah, again, like we're but like how we make stars. <laughs> how? Yeah, I mean you had a it's crazy to think that you had a quarterback have a literal perfect game on 158.3 rating and also got sacked five times. Yeah. Like that's I'm pretty sure I, I would I would be very interested to see if that's ever happened. If someone's ever had a perfect quarterback rating with getting sacked five times in a game. Nathan is searching it right now. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, I don't passer rating. I don't think takes into account sacks. That's right. That's true. QBR more so does. QBR does, but his QBR was still really good. Yeah. Because um, I mean, I, even still, like that means if you know if you get five sacks, like the line's getting consistent pressure all day, and normally pressure is the thing that's supposed to throw QBs off. And so the pass rush was the pass rush was working, but the secondary was not. Because again, yeah, he still had a quote unquote perfect game. Just crazy. Craziness, craziness. I'm looking at the um, injury report and it's it's bad when you have to scroll. <laughs> yeah, same same thing as last week, right? You have to shrink the font on the yeah. on the screen to fit it in your screen. But it, it does really seem like a lot of these guys are limited participation. There's a there's a pattern and they've still played. Like, I mean, obviously you know, AJ Dillon is a little more of a question mark because he's got the broken thumb. But I mean, guys like Enningbare, Elton Jenkins, uh, Jaden Reed, like these guys that have been limited participation for like the last month, it seems like all seem to still play. But then the the good news is they designated Musgrave to return. Doesn't he's probably? I mean, he's not playing this yeah. Sunday. But I mean that that signifies that they at least, if they can keep this season going a little bit, expect him to play again and i saw christian watson was listed as did not participate but then he put on instagram something about uh not done yet and then you know everyone's favorite eyeball emoji so i wonder if that means he's close to coming back yeah. I, I guess if there is a game where you can live with some injuries and probably still win it's this one you know again it was i, I said la- i said last yeah, I mean, we don't we don't know for sure but yeah <laughs> um I said last week where, I, where they had all those injuries, and I was like, can we flip these two games? You know, Can we have the injured game against the Panthers and probably still win that game and then get healthier for the Bucks game? But, um, yeah, I mean, either way, obviously you want to see those guys out there. And it's like, again, I, I mean, I trust that their offense will be pretty good on Sunday. I mean, I, I, again, the offense was good on last Sunday. The offense has been very good for most of the last you know month and a half, except for basically that Giants game. So, I'm pretty confident in the offense. It's just a matter, you know, again, it's obviously the defense is the thing that you're like, hey, there's no confidence. There's just, it's the same stuff. It's, and we talked about this last week. Like we, this is just, we're saying the same thing again, where we're just like, man, it's, it's just annoying to have to talk about the same issues and have to just go over the same stuff. And just, it's, it's frustrating. It's tiring, but 
this is where we're at, you know, and again, they're, if they're not going to make changes, it feels like they're just looking for, you know, the definition of insanity. You do the same thing yep. over and over again, <laughs> different results. It's like, that's what I feel like we're doing every Sunday watching this defense is like, all right, I'm going to watch the defense again. And maybe this will be the week it's different. And it's like, no, it's not going to be different. So obviously Christmas coming up. Um, what is the gift that you would want from the Packers? Like, what do you want to be the big gift that they give you on Sunday when you're watching? Um, Obviously, you want to you want to win. Yeah, outside of them winning. But what is um, the big thing that you want to see? I want to see the defense like go out there and prove that they felt embarrassed about last week. Um, like I, I know Joe Barry had like a press conference today and said it's, it was a really hard week, um, obviously for him in particular. Um, but I mean, if you're on the defense, you've heard the talk all week long, like you, you have an opportunity to go out there and not necessarily to turn everything around, but at least to prove a point because you're playing a Panthers team whose offense is it's legitimately terrible. Like they, they cannot do much of anything. Bryce Young hasn't thrown a touchdown in a month. Like their wide receivers are horrendous against like man coverage. So I don't know if we're going to see more of that. Hopefully we do, but yeah, I just want to, I want a statement game. Like I not necessarily saying that they should, you know, shut them out or anything, but there shouldn't be any drama in this game. And for me, I want a vintage Aaron Jones game. I want to see, you know, the the Panthers, the Panthers run defense sucks. I mean, most of their, most of what they do (laughs) sucks, but the run defense is especially bad. It's like the worst in the league. And, um, you know, again, there should be a game that you're up and you're running a lot. And, you know, Jones hasn't really had a monster game yet this year, you know, and he was hurt. Obviously he's missed time and everything, but even the games he's played, it hasn't been nothing. He hasn't really been that explosive player. He, he was before at least hasn't had the explosive games. Uh, his, biggest rushing total has been 73 you know i want to see a 100 plus yard you know really good aaron jones performance in a game that we are in control throughout and you know we just kind of lean on him to to get us um you know to the fourth and get us the win but again i, I just we haven't seen it this year but i, I think one's coming i think he's got a, a big performance in him it looked like i mean it looked like we were going to get one against the bucks he touched the ball every other play in like the first yeah. quarter basically yeah and then the rest of the game had like less than 20 yards. So Yeah, I, I remember cuz he had I think he had seven carries in the first drive or something. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think he had with, one reception. Yeah, yeah. and then he ended up yeah. with like 13, yeah. So it was like <laughs> I mean, and again, I I can't completely blame them cuz it's like when you're trying to play catch up, I get it, you have to throw yeah. the ball more. I'm not going to I don't think it was a total mistake to go away from him, but yeah, in a game where they should be up, like maybe we can see that, you know, we can see him get 20 carries and have you know, again, a hundred something yards leaning. I mean, leaning on the run will be huge because I mean, the Panthers aren't a good team They're, I mean, they're literally the worst team in the league, but I mean, their secondary is not like without talent. Like they've got JC Horn, CJ Henderson. Um, and like their third quarter, their third corner, excuse me, is Dante Jackson. Like those are good corners. Like you can, those are certainly above average corners. And then, you know, Von Bell is one of their safeties. He's, not prime Von Bell or he's kind of on the back end of his career, but it's not like there's, there's a bunch of no names out there uh, in the secondary. So I do definitely think getting back to being able to run the ball will be really big this weekend. And and similar to the giants game. It's like, don't get cute. Like just the way, the way (laughs) we don't need a bunch of end arounds. (laughs) The way you lose this type of game is like, again, turning it over or getting cute or like just trying to do too much. And it's like, 
you know, and that usually happens more when you're passing the ball than running the ball. Like when you're running, it's more of a safe option. It's and, and again, you're going against a bad run defense, so you should be able to, you know, get first downs running the ball and do all that. So I'm I'm like, I don't I don't care if Love doesn't have, you know, a, a big numbers in this game or a big performance. It's like just take care of the ball, run it, control, control everything. And just like, you know, don't, don't get cute and don't let them, you know, get good field position or, or change momentum or anything. It's like, just control this game, lean on the running game and you should be able to win. Like as long as this is a normal game and a game that some crazy stuff doesn't happen, which I mean, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure we're going to yeah, right. all of a sudden opening kickoff return for a touchdown or something. <laughs> but it's like, as long as this is a normal game, they should win. Like they will win if it's a normal game, but um, yeah, I think I think the way to make that make sure it happens is to lean on the run. I'm sure you guys saw the picture last week. Well, I should keep saying last week, but like this past weekend um, of the Panther game and how like no one was in the stands. <laughs> when you watch on Sunday, do you think there are going to be way more Packer fans than Carolina fans in those stands? And what percentage do you think it's going to be? Oh, I'm I'm going to say it's going to be like 70, 30. Yeah, that's what I, that's how I was, that's gonna say. I was thinking, like 70 or even like 80, because yeah. fans, I mean, they travel. I know people who are traveling to go there. I mean, number one, um, you know, they have family and friends there. But number two, they're like, we're probably going to see a win. Yeah, I mean, unless you're absolute diehard Panthers fan, which you'd have to be at this point to still want to go to the games. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. You're uh, yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Your team it literally stinks. Your draft pick is going to another team. Like, what incentive do you have to go to a Panther game during Christmas weekend at this point? Like, I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm sure people are offloading tickets at ridiculously cheap pricing. That's true. I would love to know the price of the tickets. Like right now, <laughs> how much? And I right, let me let me let me look. The Panthers are one of those organizations too that I feel like I have never met a Panther fan ever. I mean, I know that they're a newer team, obviously. So you have like, you know, the heritage teams, like the die. I mean, you know, a, a Bills fan is always going to stick by their team, everything like that. But the Panthers, I'm like, I don't know anyone who's a Panther fan. Hey friends. I'm sure you're all familiar with some of the hassles of finding game tickets at a reasonable price without all the headaches that go along with it. I've been on a bit of a roll lately as I went through one ticketing service that never sent me the tickets and I had to panically try to get a hold of somebody the day of the game. I had another service that didn't allow me to transfer tickets. So when I could no longer go to the Wisconsin Iowa game, transferring the tickets was extremely difficult. It was just all so frustrating. That was until I found game time. Game time is so easy to use with a low price guarantee, event cancellation protection, easy to find tickets, and an even easier to use app. GameTime is the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds and they are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through emails and have those same panicky moments that I did the day of a game. So next time you're buying tickets, make sure you snag them using GameTime, stress-free. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Oh, and Game Time is also a great way to buy tickets for a holiday gift. Just make sure to use code PACKADAY. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. 
a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You talk about the, the tickets and it reminds me of like that meme. I don't know if you've seen it where it's like, and you can just put whatever team you want in, but it's, it'll be like, had left two tickets, two Panthers tickets um, on my, you know, on my passenger seat someone broke in and left two more like, it's like oh yeah <laughs> of them breaking in and stealing the tickets they leave two more for them it's just like it, that's that's how it feels okay so i could tell you right now on the nfl ticket exchange the cheapest ticket is 33 dollars. <laughs> yeah that's crazy. that's more expensive than i thought to be honest with you I, I i feel like it's impossible for an nfl ticket to like ever drop below like 20. yeah like, that's kind of how i feel bucks, yeah yeah so 30 yeah 33 dollars that's yeah, nobody wants to be there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad, 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 sad. So on this injury report, I don't know if you guys looked at it. Who do you think would be like the top one that you're like, good Lord, please let them be okay? Um, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Christian Watson. Like, I think it would be great if he played. Um, but since he's such a big question mark, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, Jaden Reed, Like yeah. he has uh, that, that's my official answer just because he's become such a big part of the offense. I mean, he's one catch away from Sterling Sharp's record, uh, from tying it. So, you know, you figure he'll break it in this game if he plays, but it, it seems like every game for the last month, he's been injured, but still played and then come out of that game with a different injury. Yeah. So like, I, I really hope he can go because that's, you know, I, I, he deserves to break that record. Like, um, you know, there'd be a great Christmas present for him. And yeah. Yeah. Jaden Reed, my answer as well. Um, and again, for, I mean, for all I mentioned, or for all the reasons you just mentioned, he's been, you know, our number one. And it's like, that's the guy that if I want any receiver out there right now, it's Jaden Reed. And when he's out there, you just have a lot more confidence in the offense, have a lot more confidence in love. He obviously has a you know great chemistry with him. So um, having him out there would give me just even that much more confidence that we're okay. We're going to be fine in this game. We're going to, you know, we'll, we'll win this game, but um, I, he's got to get my answer. Yeah. I felt a little bad. I saw this on Twitter earlier. Um, it was a press conference and Joe Barry was talking about how this past week, obviously we all get mad at Joe Barry, right? Like everyone was calling for him to get fired on every social media platform. <laughs> I think people were even re-upping their MySpaces to talk about it. <laughs> um, but he had said, this has been a really hard week for my family. And that 
was like a gut punch to me. I'm like, man, that sucks. Like, I feel bad for his family that they're going through that. Or are you guys like that? Or are you just like, nah, get, get him out of here? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for his family, but I mean, I don't necessarily feel bad for him. Like, again, like, I, I'm not keen and like enjoying like seeing people get fired but i mean like the criticism is only there because they've ridiculously underperformed like that's that's what you sign up for right when you take the job and he's not being compensated poorly for doing a poor job at the moment so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's how i feel with with anyone who's you know again athletes or coaches or whatever that are struggling and people are calling for them to either be you know traded or cut or or um fired whatever it's like anyone who's like going to the extreme of you know either dming that person or dming their family or doing it's like okay obviously they're out of line obviously those people are you know it's just i mean as hard as it is like you have to just ignore those people because it's like that's not a normal person doing that like that is just someone that's completely out of line and so obviously that stuff is ridiculous and you feel bad for anyone that's or you feel bad for his family or, or like if people are going after his family but again as far as just dealing with criticism and you know yeah i mean i know it's a it's a tough time for him i know it's difficult but it's like again that that's what you do sign up for that is what comes with being an nfl coach and being in the in the spotlight and everything is like when you're not performing and this goes again with for athletes too and um you know people who have a bad game and you know they're getting all this criticism it's like that's that's how it works you know you're gonna get a lot of shine when the team's good you're gonna get a lot of praise when things are going well but when things aren't you know this is what happens um you know again you just hope that not too many people go take it out of line and are coming after his family or, or even going at him personally. It's like, just, you know, you can say, I want him fired. You can say you're, you're unhappy with him and, and all that stuff. It's like, that that's all fair game, but um, just don't take it too far. Yeah, totally agree. All right. So looking at um, this weekend, who do you think is going to win? What are our score predictions? I have been horrible this year. I feel like <laughs> yeah. too much, too much credit. Um, so, what are your predictions for Sunday? I, I do agree. I think we've, I mean, we've given them too much credit, especially <laughs> coming coming off of those, you know, Chiefs and Lions games. Like, so obviously, we all expected to be talking about them on a current five game win streak at this point, um, but. I'm not going to pick the Packers to lose to the worst team in the league. I mean, not even just the worst team. Like they're just, they can't do anything well, pretty much. There's no way, even no matter how down I am on this defense that I think now I think Bryce Young will probably look better than he's looked in any other game. It's that part will probably be frustrating. Yeah. Like, I I don't think he's going to have, you know, that kind of game that Baker had or anything. But again, he hasn't thrown a touchdown and pass in a month. I am pretty much going to guarantee he'll throw a touchdown this weekend. Like, that's just it feels inevitable. Um, But I'm picking the Packers. The offense is still playing very well. Um, I expect them to kind of keep rolling on that. Um, One of the most impressive things about Jordan Love this year is. They, they they really have never had a running game like from other literally than week one the running game has been absolutely nothing and so they're really leaning on him like down the stretch here in like the last month of the season and I, that's like a fantastic sign because if he wasn't playing well i i pretty much i'm gonna guarantee they would still be running the ball more if the passing game wasn't working well and they're just kind of letting him roll with it i expect him to have another good game 
So I'm going to say I'm going to take the Packers 26-13 in this one. Wow. Okay. Okay, Nathan. That's pretty close to mine. So I'm going Packers 27-16, I think. Um, I mean, the, yeah, the Panthers, you, you mentioned that Bryce Young hasn't thrown a touchdown in like over a month. And yeah, I mean, since I think it's week eight or the last the last eight games they've played, they have not scored over 18 points. And most of those, they're like 13 or less. So if this team gets 20 points, like that's <laughs> it's inexcusable. You know, it's inexcusable to allow this team to get 20 points. So, um, yeah, I, I think they'll get, you know, I think they'll be in that 10 to 17 range somewhere that the Panthers will. But and I fully expect the Packers can put up more than that. Um, and again, I think they'll lean on the run. I think Aaron Jones will have a big game. I think even AJ Dillon could have a big game, and they'll kind of just control this game throughout. Hopefully, nothing crazy happens, and you know, just hold the lead throughout. And I think the Panthers can move the ball a, a little bit on us. You know, again, we, that's kind of how our defense works: is you let teams move the ball. But um, I expect them to settle for some field goals. So that's why I'm going to go 16. I think they kick three field goals, and um, you know, again, we win 27-16. So that's my prediction. Okay. Um, I'm going to do 21, 13. That is, that is my prediction there. Cause I'm kind of with you. Like I could see Bryce young, like getting one touchdown and then, you know, holding them to a f- couple field goals, fingers crossed. And I think that the Packers will break 20. So we'll see. Fingers what crossed. if, okay. So I'll ask you guys this. So let's say we're all wrong and they lose, right. Or <laughs> let's even say they win and the defense looks like it's a shootout because the defense is bad. So we, uh, Matt said the plan was to let Joe coach the rest of the season, but if they lose to the Panthers or the defense doesn't look good, do you do you think that he keeps that plan, or do you think that's enough to? He will not get rid of Joe Barry before the season ends. He absolutely will not. I guarantee it. I I will put everything I love on it because Matt Lafleur is afraid of his own shadow. <laughs> And there is no way that he is going to he I, he feels like that friend who hates controversy who hates yeah. not controversy what's the word like um conflict con- thank you conflict like he does not want to have beef he wants things to be like rainbows and butterflies there's no way in my opinion he's getting rid of him even if they just tank yeah no I I totally agree I I don't think there's any way it happens um you know me personally obviously we we all think he should have been fired but like like previously. I mean, and and going into this game, I'd be like, if they score, you know, again, if they score twenty one, if they score three touchdowns, twenty one points, like that, that should be automatic. You're you're, you're done. You know, <laughs> it's just like I. But again, I don't think there's any way he's fired. I don't think there's any way they're moving on from him. You know, before this season's over. So uh, the the other storyline that's awesome though is that you know the Panthers' defensive coordinator is Ajiro Evero, who was in the running to get the job instead of Joe Barry. So now we're going to see both of those defenses on the same field on Sunday. So things to, to elite potential. Yeah. <laughs> things have potential to, to be real toxic on the internet after this. If you know, the Panthers defense looks <laughs> markedly better than ours does. They could do like a, a wife swap and like, <laughs> see, you know, we just sit back and watch just like, you know what? For the rest of the season, like if the Packers lose, like the rest of the season, let's just wipe swap it. Let's see how it goes. Let's just swap defensive coordinators. I think it'll go great. That'd be a, that'd be a hilarious thing if the league let you do that. Just <laughs> no no game planning. Like on game day, you swap the defensive coordinators. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am here for this drama. Let's go. You might like as well a, just do it. Do it for players too. Like you swap quarterbacks or yeah. Like, like, Why not? Like, 
Yeah, <laughs> if, if both teams agree to it and like opt into doing it, you can do it on game day. That'd be awesome. <laughs> You've looked like Zach Wilson with like um, Bailey Zappi. I always want to call him Bailey Zimmerman because my country hat on. We just <laughs> let's just see what happens. That yeah. should be the that should be the Peacock exclusive game. That's like that's yep. the the only time it can happen. <laughs> Guys, I think we just solved it. I think that this is really like the Toy Story thing was really cool. Um, yeah. Really, really enjoyed watching the game with the claw and stuff like that. But I think this is it. This next level. Yeah. yeah. Next level. I love it. Um, okay. Let's, I want to leave it on this um, the very off topic Christmas movie that you have to watch every year. What is it for you? Oh, easily. Home Alone 2. Lost in, Lost in New York. Yeah. So my answer is is a little um, complicated. So <laughs> it's Polar Express, but not because it's oh good, my, that's the worst one. It's good, the worst one. <laughs> because it's so bad that yeah. I have to watch it. It's I hate it. I hate that movie so much. That's my least favorite movie <laughs> in the world. I cannot stand that movie. However, it's so bad that I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it to remind myself how bad it is and laugh at it. So, it's, I've it's, never seen that one. Oh, it's genuinely it's, terrible. Like it's, it's awful. It, it, yeah. it's terrible. It's an it's scary. It, I, I think it's a horror film. Like I yeah. consider it a horror. Film. <laughs> it's, it's just creepy and weird. The animation and is really weird. None of it makes sense, and it's just like I I can't stand anyway. But again, I mean that's that's the one I do have to watch every year. But my favorite is Home Alone. E- either one of those first two are my favorites. So yeah. Yeah. No, those are fun. I love um, Muppet Christmas Carol, but my that's favorite- a good one. He he tells me my fiance is like that. No one likes that movie. I'm like everyone loves them. You yeah, no, that's a really good one. Like it. My my hot take that came out on Twitter this week is I think It's a Wonderful Life is a terrible movie. Like I can't watch that whole movie. It's it's so bad. I mean, it's a classic, but I <laughs> I don't have to watch it. Like if I don't watch it, I'm okay with it. You know, but I get it. You know, the olds like it. So as long as we can all agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can have that one, Monty. That's, that's Nathan and I. That's our Christmas present to you. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. You got you. You got you. Um, okay, so I have to plug it so I don't get in trouble. Um, you can watch or you can watch. You can listen to the Packer game on Sunday on the Green Bay Packers Radio Network, including 97.3 The Game. I have your halftime and your post-game reports as usual. And um, I'm on all the socials. Oh, hey, it's Shanna. Monty, what is your name this week on Twitter? You're uh, I'm Ebenezer Barry still, and I have not changed it because it still fits. <laughs> I did I did that even before the Bucks game, so it's still fitting. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Also, I'm at Ferd Turgeson. It's F E R D underscore T U R G E S O N. And I am just at my name, Nathan Marzian. And Nathan, I'm sure we'll be tweeting a ton on Christmas Day. Are you I'm sorry, I'm ignorant. Are the Bucks playing at home or are they away? No, they're away. They're in New York. So they play, actually play back to back. No, they actually play three straight New York games. Yeah, yeah, three in a row. The Knicks Aww. and the Knicks again on Christmas and then Brooklyn. But they play at eleven thirty on Christmas, which is my favorite time slot on Christmas. Cause I just I like to like kind of get the game over with and like hopefully they win and you're like in a good mood the rest of the day. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, I don't like waiting all day for the game. Cause it just, yeah. and it's, I want to just get it over with and enjoy my Christmas. There you go. All right. Well, Nathan, I'll have your bucks coverage as well. So thanks for hanging out with us. And as always go pack, go, go pack, go, go pack.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.